contract killings, murderers released early from prison, and fear Martin Luther King's killer could be back on the streets. All for the right price, because prisoners had the money to pay. Traced to a corrupt governor's administration, one of Tennessee's most notorious scandals is also one of its best-kept secrets. Until now. This is a WVLT Originals, a Tennessee waltz, Ray Blanton's Last Dance. Hi, I'm Brittany Tarwater. In this episode, we bring to you the unedited 1978 interview between WSMV's Carol Marine and Governor Ray Blanton. Marine told me in our interview, the governor requested a live in-studio interview with her after she exposed preferential treatment towards Tennessee inmate Roger Humphreys, who was serving time for a double murder. We're taking this section of the scene at six to have a live interview with Governor Ray Blanton about the corrections department, amongst other topics. We thank you for coming, Governor. It's a pleasure. First and foremost, the case of Roger Humphreys, serving 20 to 40 years for murder, total time that he has spent in jail and in prison, less than two years. Wrong. He spent two years incarcerated in, in the state prison system. He spent almost two years in the county jail before he came here. So let's don't confuse the facts. Just stick with the facts and we'll be all right. I'm sticking with the facts that I was supplied by the corrections department, which told me that in jail, Roger Humphrey spent 575 days, which is a shorter period of time than two years. So we may have Prior to coming here. Yes, and then, then two months in the main prison. No, he's been in prison for over two years here. But less than three years? Would we agree over two and less than three? No. You add what he spent in jail, 500 some odd days. You add what he spent in the, in the state prison, which has been over two years. He's a prisoner. All right. Then let's clarify it this way, Governor. He spent okay. 575 days in jail. When he came to the Tennessee State Prison, he spent two months behind the wall before he Wrong. became Wrong. a minimum security prisoner. Wrong. He's still a prisoner. He's not on work release. His he status reports, is... He reports to it every night. His status has changed, Governor. He is now a state photographer. When we saw Ro Roger Humphreys and photographed him, he was without supervision. He was out from behind the wall, and he returns to CRC at night, but there are some evenings when he is out of state on photographic assignments. Right. The case of Roger Humphreys. Right. His father is your patronage chief but, but in let's, Washington let's, County, let's, Governor. Let's set the record state now, straight. Roger Humphreys spent over 500 days in jail before he came to the state penal institution. He is now incarcerated in the state penal institution. He's working for the state of Tennessee at a far cheaper price than we could buy the expertise anywhere because I believe in working these people. Going back to the point, Governor, two months behind the wall and he was reclassified. In the form, the reclassification form, it says he was reclassified at the request of the governor's office. His father is your Washington County patronage chief. Right. Some of your critics, both Republican and some Democrat, say politics was the reason for Roger Humphrey's reclassification. Politics is government. Everything I do is political because politics means government. Now, I wasn't aware of Roger Humphrey's uh, acumen. I didn't know that he was that good a photographer until uh, after he'd been in my office for some two years. I'd seen the results of it, liked them, 
Ms. Blanton requests him if we have a function at the residence. In fact, I think he's supposed to be there this, after, this evening for a fundraiser for the residence. He had been through classification. He'd been through uh, the vocational uh, test, and he's qualified. And he has proven, in my judgment, the fact that he can function. But let's go back again. And he again. hasn't murdered anyone. He hasn't run off. He murdered two people I, before he came to prison. Since he's been in prison, he has not. Again, going back to when he was reclassified, two months, only two months after he'd been behind the wall, his file, according to a legislative inquiry, does not reflect any photographic experience. In other words, that decision, based on the information in his file, does not tell anyone who looks you that have he done your research very good because he has 20 hours from East Tennessee That's State. That's not in his file, Governor. The people who made the he decision has, did not see that in his file. He has 20, 20 hours East Tennessee State University in photography. His father is a photo engraver. He was reared in it. And you're going to try to tell me he's not a good photographer? No, Governor. What I'm asking you is, looking at his file and looking no, at the way... No, you're not asking. You're telling me. Now, ask me a question. I'll respond to it. As I said, Governor... I in should ask file. and I'll respond. It's just that simple. Governor, in his file, there is nothing that says that he has photographic experience. He may well have. But the decision-making involved didn't know that. in Roger Humphrey's case, the decision-making, Roger Humphrey's father is a very close friend of your good friend and former aide, Jim Allen. Jim Allen said today to the UPI, he talked to you and he talked to his father. Right. What I'm asking you is, has pol politics given Roger Humphrey's an edge that another murderer Another person set up who might still be behind the wall. That person wouldn't have. Roger Humphrey's own conduct gave him the edge. And everything I do is political. Period. Then correction? Your, your in input correction? In my conduct in office, I'm elected politician. I have the authority, I have the trust of the people that elected me. And it's all part of the political process. Then what about the question of equity? Equity for other prisoners who may have committed a similar crime, who are still behind the wall, who still are not given the advantages that perhaps a Roger Humphreys has been given because of his connections. They didn't pass the test as far as trust is concerned. Roger Humphreys is a trustee. You haven't raised this part. Roger we, have, we have trustees, one that drove the commissioner out here this evening, that's in for a 99-year sentence. How long was he behind the wall before he was put out on a minimum security? He's not under a minimum security, per se. But he is a trustee, because our people believed that he could function outside and do a job. Now, there's some a good, uh, not a good percentage, just a small percentage, that we will never turn out. We've had a 72% increase in the prison population since I've been in office. But at the same time, our pardon, parole, and, leave, and release has been same, the same since 1970. We haven't sold a single one. I don't know whether previous administrations can say that or not, but we haven't. We have one of the most compassionate, toughest, programs that's ever been instituted in the field of corrections. We're the number one in the Southeast. Getting back to the Our recidivism rate 
is 37%. You know what recidivism means? Mm -hmm. What? It means repeater rate. Right. You know what the national average is? No, I don't. 65%. Our recidivism rate on the ones on work release is 3%. We have the untenable position of having this huge influx of people being sent to prison, and rightly so, I don't question that, uh, that has increased our populations 72%. We're overcrowded. We've only had one right compared to what other states have had. We feel like that we have one of the best correctional systems, maybe in the top 10 of the United States, and we're proud of it. We're not proud of what you and your station has tried to do to it. And I can't see for the life of me why your station should be even be relicensed because the advantage you've taken, your station, Kettering or whatever his name is, doesn't have the guts to come out editorially and say something. You do it in the name of news. Also in the name of news, Governor, getting back to Roger Humphrey's case. Again, someone whom you say proved himself, <clears throat> right. but behind the wall here in Nashville had only two months to do that. Again, the question of equity with other prisoners who may not have the political connections that Roger Humphreys the has. The question is my judgment vested in me under the Constitution of the state of Tennessee, the people that work for me, is that he merited this. And I'm going to announce to you now that before I go out of office, he's going to be pardoned. Can you explain that decision, Governor? Very simply. I feel like he merited it. You see, in a crime of passion, a crime of murder, which Ms. Blanton and I request whenever we have these uh, inmates working for us out the residence that are around our children and our lives, we request murderers for one very simple reason. They're rarely repetitious. Why not pardon In all fact, the murderers there then, Governor? The crime of passion murders. We're not talking about pardoning. We're talking about proving your worth. We've got some murders behind the walls that should never be released, that I would never want them around us. I would never want them out in society. And we've been tough about that, and we're going to stay tough about it. Can you argue you've been tough? That's why I opened Brushy Mountain Prison. That's why James Earl Ray is in Brushy Mountain Prison. That's why some of these other people that will never be able to cope with society are in Brushy Mountain Prison. But what you're questioning is the decision-making process. What you're saying is that maybe the Constitution ought to be changed, that maybe no, no one should be in prison or there ought not to be any court of last resort. Well, the governor's office and the pardon parole board is the court of last resort, the court of last resort, because they have gone through the judicial process. Now, to give you an idea, if I was politically motivated and something you haven't done on your research, Judge Bowers is the man that sentenced this man. I promoted him from a circuit judge to the Criminal Court of Appeals since I've been in office, since the sentencing. Well, the sentencing came about before I came into office. 
Now, if I had a vendetta, if Roger Humphrey's father, his family, his mother, friends of Jim Allen, friends of mine, if they had any animosity toward the judicial process, do you think that they would not be sitting on my doorstep and said, why are you going to promote a judge that sent my son to prison for 20 years over a crime of passion? Don't you think they would have done that? Might they not also have been satisfied if they sat on your doorstep <clears throat> and said, pardon my son, get him out from behind the wall? The facts of the matter is Frank Humphreys or his wife, who are fine friends of mine, has never asked me for one favor for Roger Humphreys. Have they he's asked Jim Allen to ask you? He's made it on his own with my staff and the people that surround it. But before he ever he made works, it with your staff, he, he, works, he was only behind the wall two months. Your staff didn't know him when he was released into minimum security. He works for Congressman, I mean, Commissioner uh, Jackson. And Commissioner Jackson asked me to, if he could give him a pay raise. He's earning $100 a month. The average for the 48, this is outside the ones that work in our prison farm system, the 48 that work for state governments pay is $16.50 per month. It saves us $470,000 a year because of the slots they fill. I believe in working these people. It gives our people that has has to make a decision on them. I mean, they're forced by their occupation to make a decision under uh, our Corrections Commission. They have to make a decision of whether to recommend them to the parole board or not. And they can have a better view of whether they should or should not be recommended if they can see them operating in a job, in Governor, a vocation. We still go back to the question, Roger Humphreys may be proving himself now, but when he was released into minimum security, when he was given a great deal of freedom very shortly into his prison term behind the main wall, he had not done anything to prove himself necessarily. His file did not reflect photographic skill. And the question is, how was the decision made, and wasn't it made out of cronyism, perhaps, because there was very little <laughs> other information? Cronyism. <clears throat> if you'll notice, the only people that have raised this outside of your station is Republicans. That's, po that's politics. That's not cronyism. But you yourself say you're engaged in I politics. I haven't sold a single pardon, a single parole, or none of my people have. I'm talking about selling a parole or a pardon. But you know? look at the people that have jumped up and raised this issue. I know that your Mr. Kettering is from Louisiana. I know that he was there while my commissioner of corrections was there. What kind of vendetta that he has against one of the best co commissioners there is in the state of Tennessee or in the nation, I don't know. But some of these days he's going to have to answer to it because you are a licensed of the FCC. Are you threatening there's a license good government? question of whether you ought to have your license renewed or not because of your biased reporting under the guise of news and not having enough guts to come out and editorialize. Now, if you want to editorialize, why not do it? Governor, we're interviewing you, asking you the facts instead. Rather than opinion, we're asking our chief executive. I'm and talking about what you've done in the past. I'm not tonight. 
Are you basically saying then that you don't have to explain Roger Humphreys, that you will pardon him because I have you are explained, chief? I have explained Roger Humphreys. But not... What else do you want to know? Ask me a question. Don't make a statement. The question Ask. I've been asking, Governor, all through the interview, on what information was Roger Humphreys first released at a minimum security two months after he went behind the main wall? Let me explain it to you simple enough where you can understand it. Vocational aptitude, ability, trustworthiness, and the fact that he's performed. Now, can you understand that? In politics? No, no. <laughs> you asked me why. I've just give, given you f four reasons why. You want ten more? Thank you very much for being with us, Governor Blanton. We will return with more of the scene at six in just a moment. Do you have questions, your own memories or stories from this time in Tennessee history that you'd like to share with us? We'd love to hear from you. Go to WVLT.TV to send them our way.